welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, book signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so excited to have Stephen Spear on the line today. He is the president over at Syndica Labs. Uh, Stephen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Adam. So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Syndica Labs and how exactly you're helping your clients. Um, but before you do that, let, let's get into your background a little bit more. So how did you get started as an entrepreneur? You know, my, my start in business was a little bit more of an over-the-hills-and-through-the-woods type story. And I actually got started much more in, the, in an academic route. I was, you know, going to school, studying neuroscience, very interested in doing research. And uh, I actually spent a little bit of time at Duke University for a, a summer research program working under a lab there. And we were studying sound perception and rhesus macaques and, you know, had a lot of fun doing it. But I, uh, I noticed something, which is that field ultimately, um, it just didn't really pay very, it didn't pay very well. So I had a bit of a crisis of conscience there, and I thought to myself, I've always been told that I've got to follow my passions. I'm really passionate about this, but I don't see any sort of, you know, financial uh, light at the end of the tunnel here. So I had this, you know, I was sitting on the edge of, well, I really enjoy this, and I had this notion of business as being this thing that, you know, how could you have any fun doing it? And the critical breakthrough for me uh, happened in my mid-20s uh, when I realized that I actually could have both. And uh, I actually could be passionate about a subject like neuroscience, but still focus my energies towards business. And I realized that in doing so, I could become passionate about it. And I uncovered components of business that I didn't know existed at the time. Uh, and today, it's more fun than ever doing what I'm doing, getting involved in what I'm doing, adding value, bringing value to businesses and customers. And I would have had no idea 10 years ago if you would have told me, you know, if you would have asked me, see, if you had, you know, see yourself running a business 10 years from now, I would have said, heck no. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, no, no way. So, you know, for, for so many people that have gone through that, I can just say that, um, you know, there you don't have to look at the world as an either or. You can be passionate about multiple things, and you, you really can't have it all. And so now, you know, I run, you know, a business during as my day job, but I still read, read and study, you know, neuroscience. It's still with me. I didn't have to choose. And I think that was sort of a critical breakthrough for me in, in having that understanding. So um, great story, and uh, and I'm a, I love neuroscience too, but I'm more of a hobbyist. Uh, neuroplasticity, I say, is my best friend. I'm like I try to feel the synapses. Come on, let let's get some new information in that noggin. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Um, there you go. Oh yeah. So if you were um, if you were kind of if you were you know giving that Stephen who is just getting started. Obviously now you're many years down the line in terms of your business experience, other things. If you could give your you know Stephen that was just getting started out um, the benefit of hindsight, some advice. What would you tell him? Well, just getting started out, the first thing I would I would tell myself is to throw myself in head over heels at whatever it was that I'm doing. That was my biggest mistake. I, I really. I really dabbled a lot. I really, I didn't know how to commit. I didn't know how to throw myself into something. 
<laughs> and if I could do it all over again, I, I would have told myself, look, just pick something and commit to it. It doesn't even matter what it is, but learn how to do that. Learn how that process of commitment. Um, and had I done that earlier, I probably would have been further along uh, today. Man, that's such great, such great advice. You said commit. It doesn't even matter what it was. It could have been the wrong career, the right one. We don't know, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. So it, do, it does, it, it, you know, you just do your best work where you're at. I, lo I love that. I love that. The, the principles of commitment are the same, whether you're, you're playing sports, whether you're becoming an artist, whether you're learning neuroscience for that matter, or whether you're competing in business. The principles of commitment are, uh, they're, they're, they're the same across all industries. So learn how to do that. Pick something to apply it to. Practice that, and you'll be able to take that skill with you on the road. Oh my gosh, great advice. Um, let's let's switch it up a bit. I want to start talking about what you're doing as president over at Syndica Labs. So what kind of clients are you helping, and uh, what are you helping them with? So Syndica Labs is a marketing agency. We work with technology, for example, websites, mobile applications, digital advertising solutions, and we purpose build these tools to fit the needs of a given business. Recently, we launched an initiative specifically to help law firms uh, and lawyers and attorneys looking to grow their practice. And one of the things we're now doing is helping law firms revamp their website and kickstart their digital advertising campaigns because today the vast majority of legal consumers are going to the internet to search for legal advice. So if a law firm isn't ready, you know, prime position with their website and their digital presence, they're missing out on new business opportunities they otherwise could be activating. So uh, th that, that's a sort of new thing that we're really getting into, and we've been seeing a lot of success with that. What are some of the mistakes that you find now? You know, you bring in clients on, you see what they're currently doing in their media, um, and, you know, your obviously aim is to improve on, on what they're doing. Or um, what, is, what are some of the common themes and mistakes that you find people are making? Well, as it relates to the customers that we work with, a lot of, a lot of the customers aren't even, it's not that they're making mistakes, it's just that they lack the information to know that they should be doing something when they're not. And, uh, and so a lot of what we do is we educate the customers, we explain, you know, digital behavior, consumer behavior adapts, it changes, you've got to update your business to make sure that you're at the tip of the spear, you're, you're at, the, at the cutting edge, and, you know, and, and the top customers are constantly educating themselves about changing consumer behaviors. They have to know what's going on in order to be able to properly address it. So a lot of what we do, like I said, is we educate people, we help them understand, the, the, some of the, the new and, and cutting-edge ways to, to grow their business today. And then we, in turn, provide a lot of the marketing solutions required to help get them to the next level. Can you give an example of one of those ways uh, that people should be thinking about to grow their business? The first example that I would give, and specifically referencing law, law firms, is their website. I read a statistic the other day that said something like 60 to 70 percent of law firms haven't updated their website in the last two to three years. Wow. And the, the problem, yeah, the, you know, the problem with this, one of the issues you have is that when consumers go to a law firm website, they're not just looking at other firms' websites. They're looking at websites across the entire Internet. So their perception of, a, of what quality standards actually are is influenced by the standards that on the entire internet. So if you're, wow. if you're not, if your website isn't front-facing and isn't modern and isn't free-flowing, you're automatically being pegged. You know, you're being penalized for a situation that 
you know, heck, you know, well, my, my law firm competitor down the street, he's got a website and it's no better than mine. But yeah, but you know, when they went to Costco's website or Walmart's website or Mercedes-Benz website, they're now realizing, oh, this is, this is what I now associate with, with top tier standards. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, and, and I think there was another study that said something like 48% of respondents on a recent study said that a website's design was the single greatest factor uh, in, in judging a business's credibility. So in other words, if your website doesn't look good, if it's not sexy, if it's not modern, if it's not compelling, if it doesn't create an emotional connection, you're losing out on customers before you even get a chance to meet them. And that's one of the biggest problems that we see today, and that's one of the, the biggest solutions that we bring to the table. Yeah, that's huge. And if you're talking three years down the line, or let's say even more, if it's four years or even five years since you've updated your site, then it's probably not even mobile friendly at that point. Because that's the most last five aren't. years. Most yeah, aren't. That's, yeah, and that's, you're that's right. craziness. Because when you think about it, like I, I look at my site, I look at staff, I look at all these other things, or even just the podcast. Let's talk about this. So I think, I, I, what was the stat? Something like 75% of, um, of people that listen to my podcast do it on a mobile device. And I think of that, something ridiculous, like 85% are on iPhones. Uh, so I have a very specific market. I know where they're listening. So imagine if they go to my website and it wasn't mobile friendly and they can't listen to the podcast. Adam, you hit the nail on, on the head right there. And over 51% of, of all Internet traffic in the United States today is happening on mobile devices. And within specific niches, it's obviously much higher than even that. So if you're not presentable in the medium that your consumers want to connect with you, you better believe it's going to have an impact on your ability to grow your business. Yeah, that's tough. And if you look at iPhone usage or if you look at smartphone usage in general, it's like you don't have a choice anymore. Somebody's not even – and tablets is another thing. I don't get as much tablet traffic, but if it's not optimized, then what's going to happen is somebody goes to your site, it doesn't work, they click the ad below and it does work, I mean, which firm are they going to go with? <laughs> exactly. And this, and this is the part about education. It's not – that law firms are doing mm. something incorrectly, they just don't know any better. And so what we're trying to help them understand is, you know, consumer behavior uh, is, is changing and also, and more importantly, consumer expectations are evolving and we've got to adapt to that. And that's what we help people do. No, that's great. Um, so if somebody's listening into this, Stephen, and they want more information on Syndica Labs, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out? Well, one of the ways you can just go to syndicalabs.com, that's C-Y-N-D-I-C-A, labs, L-A-B-S.com. Reach out to me on LinkedIn uh, or, uh, you know, send me an email at uh, sphere at syndicalabs.com, and I'd be happy to, you know, address any questions anybody might have. Oh, that's great. Uh, well, hey, Stephen, I just want to thank you. I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing some of your background and also the great work you're doing over at Syndica Labs. Um, and as always, the listeners, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. And uh, Stephen, thanks again. Have a wonderful day.